We got it. Welcome to the morning after with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. We are sore, right? Because I'm a year older now. I'm 37. I just had a birthday a couple days ago. And um, also, we went bowling. And that is... You know, that's that's not us. And um, we're kind of gimping around a little bit today. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I had to use a heating pad on my lower back. Mm. I'm also not the world's greatest bowler. And there really is skill involved. And I think there's a lot of uh, work on your form, kind of like golf. You know, controlling your... a ball. It's a heavy ball. You, know, you sure. got to be able to control that with one hand, which is which is difficult to do. Also, I haven't told you, but you know, so I, we've talked often about my large thumbs that truly do look like toes. They really do. I've just come to accept them. It's the way I was born. Yeah. But... The bowling ball thumb holes yeah. don't really accommodate those with large thumbs. So I'm, I'm a little bruised mm-hmm. on the outer edge of my right thumb. You got a little callus, a little corn developing maybe? I, I think so. Um, I don't know if I should see a doctor. I don't right. know. Just let it heal. I don't know. I think it'll heal. Yeah. If you bowled more Smart. often, maybe it would just like callus up and just be good to go. Well, I know LT was having some trouble whilst bowling because she's got those really nice, she does that almond-shaped nail. You know, she's yeah. got her beautiful nails mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And she had a hard time because the nails weren't really fitting in the holes either. Oh. Yeah. So we struggled. A lot of ailments, a lot of injuries during our bowling. It, that's just another reason it's good to be a guy. I'm yeah. just going to say it. Um, All right. This is a story. We dove into this story on the morning drive, but there were some, it can be, look, it's poop. It's poop story. But we happen to laugh at poop stories. We think they're funny. And this particular poop story is a hilarious poop story. And we would like to cover it in its entirety. Um, I think we should start on on Easter Sunday. I think we start on Easter, but but just also in advance, because my mom does listen to this podcast and she loathes the discussion of any bodily function. Hmm. But I'll say this about that. I am talking about this, though, for a good reason, because this is something that at some point every adult is going to or should do to maintain uh, good health and just be precautionary things. Look, this is a story about like medical stuff. (laughs) Right. It's just medicine. A lot of time, like one of the best ways they can determine things about you is by studying your excrement. That is a fact. Right. So here we go. Carry on. You had said not too long ago that you had a uh, you were your doctor asked if you'd be willing to get a colonoscopy to just check up on your on your colon health. Because just I'll say this about that too is that I think that it used to be fifty and above, but they've lowered it. Yep. And again, just to be precautionary, I don't Catch have any history yeah. of colon cancer in my family. God, I please say a prayer. Like I hope the results yeah. come back from this, and it's absolutely fine. But Are you nervous? Not really, because ever okay. since I started taking Prozac, I don't you know, you're worry not about that. As I don't think anyway. I'm dying every day. So anyway. your doctor's like, colonoscopy, you're like, uh, I, you had a surgery not too long ago where they nicked your colon. It was a really bad experience for you, and so you were really hesitant about this, and your doctor offered a different suggestion, an, an at-home option. Yeah, and I was really happy that there is this at-home option, and this is an option if you don't have a major family history. Now, that said, if something comes back and it's not right, I will have to go have an actual colonoscopy, that's okay. and that's okay, but um, if I can avoid it, I'd like to. So I got the at-home test, which is called Colaguard. Perhaps you've seen the commercials for it. The TV commercials, right? They're the white box and it's like the purple and blue pipe. And he's like, hi, I'm Colaguard. You don't want to go to the doctor and have a tube shoved up there? That's all right. Just stay at home, take a dump in a box, and send it back in the mail. And that is exactly what this is all about. So 
you tell me like weeks ago, like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to do this. And I'm like, that's hysterical. But I'm also happy that you don't have to get a colonoscopy. I also love that our friendship has reached the level to where sure, I'm telling you about sure. everything going on with my colon. Fast forward to Easter Sunday. Now, Mrs. Keller and I, I am originally from St. Louis. My wife originally from Chicago. We live in Kansas City now, so we don't have family in town. So you, out of the kindness of your heart, were like, well, you know, we have some friends. We, you have a lot of friends who are in our situation, don't really have family in town. Easter, if we're being frank, not like the biggest holiday, like worth traveling for, you know. So it's like, all right, you know, don't don't worry about it. But if so, you invited us up. Hey, since you don't have any family in town, we're having some people over Easter Sunday. If you'd like to gather, so we come up there. Live, and, laugh, love. Yeah, mm, um, yeah. What's the other? The other one just said the sign just says gather and gather. Yeah, yeah gather here, mm. be together. <laughs> mm. So shortly after we get there, I brought Chandler up with us, and then Chandler, she's got this little special chair that she likes to sit in that she just totally vibes in, and she's happy, and she can do her own thing. So I go out to my car to get your chair, to get this chair, and I walk out through your garage. Now, you have this, you know, you have this, when you walk in through the garage, there's a mud room, and then you guys have this area where you each have your own cubby, which is actually a brilliant idea. I love that you guys have your own cubbies, and I bet you those are super handy. But I noticed something in your cubby. Mm-hmm. I noticed a white box and the little cartoon <laughs> pipe guy from the Kologark. I'm like, and my first thought is, oh my God, is her poop in there? Is there poop sitting right there? You thought I had already done it. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I had not done it. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I, I laughed hysterically when you saw it, because only you would know what that was. And we just had a good laugh about it. I had, to, I tried to, in the middle of everybody, be like, hey, Jenny, can I go talk to you over here for a moment? Because I wanted to point out the yeah. box to you. But everyone was like, oh, what's up? I, like, everyone noticed that I did it, and it was awkward. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to pull out, I'm not going to point out the poop box in front of this whole party of Although people. Although you could have, I would have laughed hysterically. I, I would have thought it was great, I know, but it's I know. fine. No, so, okay, so that was Easter Sunday, so here we are. An entire week has passed, mm. and I still hadn't done it. And primarily because, not for nothing, but you really do have to t- kind of time that out. So Friday, I, so I knew in my head, I was like, okay, this has to happen this weekend at some point. So Friday, I was watching the little, the little video that instructed you on how to do it and I gotta say like round of applause to the Kologar people seriously because even this little video look the video has to be done because you have to show people exactly what you have to do in order to get your poop in this box okay so they make it about as basic and as um not disgusting as humanly possible it is real talk it is an interesting video like because of how it's fascinating the way they've done it and the kit they've prepared to make it as easy for you as possible. You don't have to like put the box on the ground and hover no, over it. Which, no, You know, like, but like a lot, we're all kind of wondering that, like, okay, how do you do how this? How do you do this? You, and you, how do you do it and not be like gross and disgusting? Right. And right. they have set up a way where you still sit on your toilet like right. like any other time. And it's, it's actually, it looks pretty easy. It is. They give you this little apparatus that you put across your seat and then mm. there's like a little bucket. I mean, mm. but the fact is you do have to poop in a bucket. Okay, whatever. Anyway, I'll spare you all those disgusting details, but what I will tell you is that it is, very, if you have to do this or if you're interested in doing this, truly, it's very simple. And But you know me. I'm 13 in my brain. So I am just crying laughing because the whole thing like, is absurd. I know you're crying laughing, especially afterwards, but oh. when you're drop trowel I was on laughing the- <laughs> I was laughing through the entire experience because I got I knew I needed to go and then I was like oh but I've got to get my setup already you know cuz so I had a, I read to refer back in my mind to the video <laughs> And sure you enough, have the it video on YouTube is it, in the bathroom with you. Though. No, the whole 
whole thing. I was like, you know, had everything all, all set up, had the video going. I knew exactly what I needed to do. I took care of business. And of course, then I'm hysterically laughing. Should we play a little clip of the the text that I sent to you? I, I sent Oh, you, you sent me video, which then freaked me out because I'm like, you are not sending me video of, and I'm like, you're not going to show me your. I didn't actually show you. No, no, no. no. You, you showed me the, the receptacle once it had already been sealed. Which again, very, very tidy, very easy to use. Very clean looking. Very clean looking. But it had turd in it. <laughs> Howling laughing. This is my poop. My poop. Poop's going on a little trip. Bye. Bye. I am dying. I was dying. I was laughing so hard. And then I, all I could think, okay, so then I put my I put my special product, you know, in this box and you right. tape it all up and then they've got it really easy with the return. So all you have to do is you so you can do it. I did this on a Sunday and then it, but it had to go in the mail first thing Monday to mm-hmm. get out to get there to the lab or whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, we do the morning show, so I knew I wasn't going to be able to swing by the UPS on my way to work or anything. And right. so I asked my husband, I'm like, "Can you could you swing by? Could and you drop take this my off? shit to the store? <laughs> is exactly what you said. And then every time I passed the box, like yesterday after it happened, I couldn't help but just laugh. Or even this morning, I had it sitting right by the door to the garage so that my husband wouldn't forget to grab it on his way out in the morning. And I just started laughing just because it's hysterical to think that my little special specimen is going to be taking a trip to I don't even know where. I forget where the where the label even had so, it going. I wonder. As as like a company like UPS, uh-huh. potentially a lot of money to be made by shipping this product. But if you're an employee of UPS, <laughs> do you do you consider maybe switching over to FedEx? You yeah, know, let me see right. what's over. Is DHL hiring so I don't have to deal with poop in a box? Well, then I think about the person at the lab who, and again, I know doctors, people that are working those sorts of environments, very clinical. I get it. But it's still poop in a box, and that's still funny. So I just imagine like it arriving at the location, and then someone has to open it and unscrew the little container and take a look-see at what I've provided for them. I wonder if somebody, who, whoever analyzes the poo and anal- analyzes all of it, I wonder if they can tell like something about a person. Like, oh, this person is an attractive person. Right. Or, this per- or they can tell their ethnicity or maybe weight. Or, or something what they like that. Eat or well, it's corn. Who even? Know? Oh my god. Okay, so this is where it's going to go too far. Okay, my mom's sorry. tuning out right now, and I was thinking, my mom, my mom, listen to Willie. I'm sorry, Willie. I'm sorry. I'm uh, a disgusting human. Okay, like it, it's it's okay. But what I will say, because now that we've shared all the disgusting details about it, I will say, you know, it, because the prep for a colonoscopy, because I've had them before. I mm. my, when my colon was nicked, I had to have a s- several to get all that situated, Ugh. and it's it's that prep, man. Have you? Do you know no, what I'm talking no, about? You know I, what I'm talking I, I'm, about, though. So, again, I just turned 37, so I'm less than a decade away from having to do all that for the first time, which, by the way, we will make another hilarious podcast about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, But you have to drink, um, well, the way I had to do that it nasty was that water. nasty. No, mine was, you had to mix it with that lime Gatorade, which, okay. by the way, that particular Gatorade is all we drank growing up when we were sick. So, I can't even think about drinking that for enjoyment purposes, because to me, it just connotates illness. Okay, okay. Anyway, and you mix... I was going to say a shit ton. (laughs) Maybe not the best wording, but you have to mix Miralax, so that's what I did anyway with it. And then, I mean, you just just, wait. You just wait. Yeah, you just sit on the throne and have it maybe bring a a thick book. 
and and whatever. Some people are like, oh, it's not that bad. And it's really, I mean, it's probably, it's just not. I mean, you get over it. You do it. You get over it. It's fine. But if there was another way, did you hear I said, but. If there right, was another way. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, and, and because of just the post traumatic stress I have from all the stuff that happened with my colon, I thought if I can do this, this is going to be a much easier way. Right. And it really was. It was very simple. Yeah. And hey, and we're rooting and we can't wait to get the update. And I hope you come back healthy as a horse. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, <laughs> prayers. I think you will. I think I hope. Is this the funniest experience of your life? Or maybe. Maybe like the second funniest. Maybe it's like number two most funny experience. Let's see what you did there. There we go. We got to move on. I, every day, am always impressed by the power is not the right word. Like the reach of our show. Like we have a lot of people that listen to our particular brand of radio and people seem to really enjoy it. And that makes me happy because I feel like we put on a something that's very different as opposed to a lot of the other stations in Kansas City. And I'm very proud of that. Um an example of the reach of our program, though, was actually, um, as we're recording this podcast, it is Monday, April 17th, and we're recording, and it was earlier this morning that one of the best things in my life happened, thanks to this show. Uh, Saturday night, I was at the UFC fight. The UFC had a fight night in Kansas City, and whilst we were there, we happened to be in the best section ever, because a couple rows down from us, we know this guy, there's bigger guy t- taking his shirt, kind of like a Luke Combs vibe, you know, just sure. and, and he decides... He's going to start chugging some beers and like standing up, getting the crowd fired up, chugging some beers. Here we go. Let's let's get it, dude. Super entertaining. Very grateful he was really close to me so I could watch this show happen. And um And then you know he drinks one and then he takes his shirt off and he chugs <laughs> another one. Then he takes his shoe off and for those of you familiar with a shoey, but that's where you pour a beer into a shoe and you drink out of the shoe. He drinks out of his own shoe. Does that like 3 times out of his own shoe and we are all Howling, laughing, rooting him on. Hell yeah, dude! And we're just—it is a riot. But gross enough that you're drinking beer out of your own shoe. But then the crowd got so into it that some dude, like five rows down from him, was like, "Hey, bro! Hey!" And he's waving his own shoe. So this stranger (laughs) throws the shoe to the guy doing the shoeies, and so he pours a beer and he just starts drinking beer out of other people's shoes. I cannot even imagine. That is so disgusting. But. Also, hilarious. Again, since I'm not the one doing it, I am thoroughly entertained and enjoying this. And the person doing it seems to be enjoying it too. So I'm telling the story on the radio, and about 15 minutes later, we get a call. His name is Jaden, the Shoey King. Listens to the show. His friends listened to the show, I think, and heard me talking about it. Called, got a hold of him. He got a hold of us. He called the show. Yeah. It was awesome. And the first question I asked him was, dude, are you okay? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, hold on. Back up. What's your name? Jaden. And I have to ask, is that the first time? Because Mike showed me the video of you doing the shoey, and I got to say, you look like you've been shoeying for some time now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, that's not the first time. Uh, I actually went viral earlier this year in Arrowhead on ESPN doing shoeys. No way. In, like, 10 degree, in 10 degree weather, yeah. Dude. Was the shirt off at Arrowhead, too? Yes. Okay. Very I good. I can't tell you how much I enjoy you. I, oh my yeah. goodness! So I happened to be about five rows up for you, kind of in the middle there, and, we, and like I just kind of saw the commotion. I'm like, "What's going on?" And then I see you, you know, belly out to the world, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this guy's gonna do it!" And then other people started throwing their shoes to you for you to consume beer out of their shoes. It was there, and there was no hesitation. Like, what kind of mindset do you have to have to kind of to be like that? 
Uh, it's just like when uh, Travis. I made it on Dr- Jason and Travis Kelsey's podcast too, uh, the New Heights podcast earlier yeah, this year. Sure. And, and Travis said the same thing. It kills alcohol, or alcohol kills germs, right? You know what? I hadn't thought of that. That's a very true statement. I mean, I hear nah, you, but just... let, let, but let's be honest too. That means, but there is just going to be some some sweat. There's some foot sweat that is going to mix with the beer, and <sighs> and even if all the germs are dead, that's still another person's sweat, and that doesn't. You're just like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Uh, if you drink it down fast enough, you won't really notice. So no after effects at all? No stomach ache? Yeah, nothing? Did you, did you go puke? Because you were gone for like 20 <laughs> minutes. Did you go Ralph real quick? No, 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 no. I could have kept going, but my buddies didn't want me to. You're my hero. Oh, I can't even get over you. What a guy. Yeah, that and, and and I said it on the air earlier, and uh, I think your buddy messaged me on Instagram and said, hey, that's my buddy Jalen, and, and then you called, and I'm, I'm dying. Um we appreciate the timing in which you did that, too, because I think you'll agree. I think the reason you started that, am I correct, is that we were watching a particularly boring fight at that point? Uh, yeah, it was it was bound to happen throughout the night. Uh, it's just that time was kind of boring. Uh, we, <laughs> act, my buddies kind of worked me up at that point, too. And right. So let me, ask uh, you, it was just a, it's, let me ask you a question. If we gave you a couple of tickets to our Yallapalooza coming up August 11th at Azura Amphitheater... Could could we be assured that you at Yallapalooza would do a shoey or two oh or God, three? Of course he would. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, we're going to get you tickets. That's we're going to no get problem. you tickets. Yeah, we're going yep. to reward what you for your What I'm not going to do, and I'm going to make this clear, because I, in the Instagram message I got from your friend, Jalen, he's like, you know, he'd want you to know. He told me, he's like, he said he'd do a shoey with you anytime. Like, never. But I appreciate you, and I want you to, that's your thing. Like, you have fun doing that. All right. Boom. So not only did this guy who has been, what, he's been on ESPN, right? He's been on New Heights Podcast with the Kelsey Brothers. Now we're bringing him out to the exclusive Q104 concert, Yallapalooza, headline by Parker McCollum, and we're probably going to have him just chug some beers out of shoes on stage. Probably boots. Probably not shoes, probably boots. going to have to happen. I'm super pumped for him. That's awesome. One more note about that, and I would love, like, if you listen to the show, text us, or if you like, can email me, Mike at Q104KC.com, because I need suggestions. Because I have always just been a guy who, when I go downtown for events, and Saturday night was no different, uh, we just park in the Power and Light parking garage right across <gasps> yes. the street. And um, like I've always done that. But with concerts, I am that grumpy old man now where I loathe traffic so much that I'll usually leave 15 minutes early. And just, just to beat the traffic out of there, I don't want to deal with it. That being said, the UFC fights are different. The main event is at the end of the night. The main event is what you're there to see. So, usually, I mean, everyone stays till the very end. And so when we were done, actually, we, we went straight up. We went to No Other Pub, the sporting bar downtown. Had like, Killed like a half hour and then said, all right, let's go. We'll probably still be a little traffic, but let's just start making our way out of here. But that's a pretty good amount of time. You would... I'm surprised this happened to you. You would think, yeah, no. So I don't know if it was just the amount of traffic downtown or a poorly... Uh, a poor job by the you know, should there have been like more police down there kind of guiding traffic along and getting that I, I don't know what the reasoning was but for whatever reason nobody was getting out of the parking garage 13th street downtown was completely jacked up and backed up and like one car every two minutes was maybe squeaking out of the garage mm-hmm. and we are four floors down in this garage we are not going anywhere mm-hmm. it's to the point now where if i like okay so the next time we have a, a concert at T-Mobile Center, I'll probably still park there because, again, I'm going to leave early. Like, it doesn't matter. I, I always leave early from concerts. If if that if you stay to the end, great. Congratulations. I hate traffic too mm-hmm. much. Um, 
But next time there's an event down there that I want to stay to the end to, I would love anyone's recommendations on like where to park. Do you have like a secret spot? And like I will not broadcast it. You can you can literally email me and say, do not broadcast this because this is my secret, but here's where I park. And I would be so grateful to just learn that because yeah. that I, what ha- we had to, we ended up having to take an Uber home, and then my wife took our, our friends drove us, and my wife took them back to get their truck parked in the garage the next day. Well, I was gonna say just maybe Uber the whole thing, but it, was it expensive to do that? Ubers or are pricey, it? especially the ride home because they jack up the rates. Especially mm-hmm. if you're in Power and Light, I, I saw the app. If you're in Power and Light Saturday night midnight trying to get home from uh, for us to get to Lee's Summit, I, I saw on the app was hundred and eleven dollars. Wow, and like. I love Uber for what it is, like an alternative to get home and to to um, avoid drinking and driving, right? Yeah. But they got to be careful, I think, because they're jacking these prices up so agree. high in these in these hot zones or whatever they are that more people would probably rather take the risk of driving drunk mm-hmm. than to pay hundred and eleven dollars to get from downtown to Lee's Summit. That's that's absurd yeah, pricing. That's crazy. We actually walked a couple blocks away, so we weren't in like this this hot zone anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I think it costs probably like fifty bucks to get home or something like that. But I mean, Ubers are just getting pricier and pricier. But. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably worth it there. But if, if I, anybody has any ideas on like, where do you park downtown, do you have like a secret spot? I'm, please, Mike at Q104KC.com or just text us during I the mean, morning we show. We always look for street parking, always. And we'll even go a couple blocks out just to mm-hmm. see because it really is just easier if you can get it. Yeah. And it depends on what time we get down there. You know, another thing too is that, um, and again, like I don't judge my concert habits. I don't know. Everybody has their, some people love to get there super duper early, yeah. have a day, see all the openers. Mm-hmm. My favorite way to see a concert. And I don't know if it's just because we've been doing this a long time, whatever. I like it to is. get there right before the uh, the headliner goes on, and then leave about you know right right before the uh, what yeah. do they call it encore or whatever. And, yeah, and you know what? And I'm I understand. I disagree with that, but I understand why you just you just want to. And you and I, yeah, through our profession, yes, we've seen a ton of concerts. So it's it like, also depends on the artist. If it's one of my absolute favorite artists, no, I want to see it all in its entirety. But if it's just if it's an artist I like, but. Uh, It'll be okay. Or even an artist yeah. I've seen before. So, so I think my brain is wired a little differently that if I'm going to make the effort to put on some decent clothes and go downtown, I'd like to be out for more than an hour just because, like, well, I'm looking good. I might as well enjoy look like, you know, and, and spend and a see, lot of time. I'm like, nope, I don't want to be out of my house more than an hour. I'm good. <laughs> I like to be at home. To each their own. <laughs> to each anyway. their own. No, everybody's different with that, but that's yeah. how I like to see a show. And so a lot of times, because we do it that way, mm-hmm. we will find street parking because for whatever reason, at that point of the night, People who had parked on the street to just maybe visit one of the bars or the restaurants or whatever have taken off. So we'll usually get lucky and get street parking. And then again, to get out, we're out before the crowd. So I feel like most of the time we get in and out pretty quickly. But yeah, yeah, but if you want to go and have a whole night and you park in the garage and stuff, I mean, there is nothing worse. I've been stuck in that garage before. It's (gasps) it's the worst. And there's nothing you can do. There's nowhere you can go. Oh, and by the way, with the um, legalization of recreational here in the state of Missouri... Uh, let me tell you, that garage now always smells like marijuana. Yeah. And hey, listen, I'm a big. I I enjoy the product. Green light dispensaries telling my Keller sent you, but man, when I'm in that parking garage, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna get a secondhand high. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. I was like, geez, people mm. take gummies, they don't stink. Anyway, that's another story for another day. But um, no, seriously, and thank you, Jenny, for that because I'm gonna keep it. I 
am terrified of street parking, and I have no reason to be. Really? I just like my car in a garage. I don't know. It just feels like it's safer. I don't. Do you, I don't. And I actually just totally opposite thinking. I think if it's on the street, and there's so many people around and all the traffic, nobody's gonna mess with your car. But in a garage, a, I think it's like kind of hidden. More. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's great, and that's perfectly logical. Yeah. And you you may have just changed my life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't we'll know. See. Um, I don't know, but I'm glad you got to go to the UFC fight because I know you were looking forward yeah. to it. And it was your birthday night, and that's a great way to spend yeah, it. Yeah, just real talk. A quick wrap up of the birthday weekend was it was beautiful because it was I, I planned a lot of stuff with a lot of great people. I got to do the bowling thing for St. Jude. We got to whoop up on KFK if we tried to cheat, didn't matter. Um, Which was really fun, by the way. I took my son. I let him bowl mostly for me because I'm just not very good at it. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, he's he's definitely a kid who uh, he hadn't bowled a whole lot, and we've been a couple times. Yeah. Started off a little rough, but by the end, he even stayed and was bowling a little after everybody had left just to keep practicing. He yeah. was getting pretty good. He was getting some strikes there after think, everybody left. Do you think the pressure of everyone being there and the fact that we were competing maybe got to him a little bit and then once it was just more for fun, he calmed yes, down? I, I do think so, but also I think it's one of those things you really do. It requires skill. I think you really do have to practice. And when he was just able to bowl, 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 you know, and he didn't have to wait for his turn, I think he just, but he asked if we could go back sometime. I said, absolutely. It was fun. Let me know, because I'd love, I bet you Katie and I and Chandler and I would all love to go with you. That'd be fun. Um, Yeah. Sorry, quick note. I'm just remembering this too on the uh, on the bullathon. It was was all for St. Jude, so there was some silent auction items there. I haven't even got to share this story yet. And I will give a shout out to one of the kindest people in this in this company. Her name is Ashley Snow. She used to work with us, Q104. She works over at 94.1 KFKF now. She's a delight. She's a delight. Incredible human being. But I got to tell you the story of how this bidding because there was one item that I wanted. And Jenny saw it. I was getting, I was getting pissed off. I was getting you mad. You were so serious about it. Well, because I knew. I was like, I'm taking home this item. It's just a matter of how much. But um, our one of our favorite people in the universe right now is Lainey Wilson. And it just so happens that a copy of her first album... Um, the one, the album that has Things a Man Ought to Know on it, we had a copy of it on vinyl available for auction. And, of course, the money raised goes to the kids at St. Jude and part of the silent auction. No, so, signed by Laney. Signed by Leah. Her, her yeah. autograph up there in the top left, and it's vinyl, and it's a red vinyl, and I have a record player at the house, and I plan on spinning this record. I'm like, all right. So I'm taking this home. Like, I know I'm taking this home. So I'm like, let's not mess around. So I walk in, and I, I, I see it. I see the silent auction. I find the record, and I'm like, let's just... 50 bucks done like i'm just like 50 bucks it's gonna be mine no one else has taken it all right so then i do some bowling i go back probably uh probably half hour later and i see that somebody somebody whose name i don't recognize but somebody had bid 60 and i'm like awesome that's great for the kids of saint jude but this is coming home with me and i need this person to know that 75 sure then ashley snow walks up (laughs) and she's like 76. Oh, oh Ashley. <laughs> she $1 up bids me. And I'm like, I am not here to play this game. Like, this vinyl is coming home with me. Yeah. There, There is no other option for this vinyl. <laughs> and Ashley, I'm not here to... Such a sweet human. But I'm I like, know. I'm in my brain. I'm like, I ain't messing around with you, girl. So I put a $100 bid in. And your boy walked for away a, for a it. vinyl right. for one vinyl record. I spent a hundred dollars, and I had to justify it to my. It's for the kids of St. June. That's she's right. like, she's like, you're right, but also, come on. And I'm like, I know, I'm an idiot, but uh, no, you're not an idiot. I think you love Laney. Ashley, Ashley came up to me. She saw me about ten minutes yeah. later. She found me, and she was like, a hundred dollars, and I'm like, girl. You ain't taking that home. Yeah. And I'm like, actually, you are. If you want to go bid 101, I'll right. give it to you. <laughs> actually, no, I told her, I said, if you want to go bid 104, 
I'll give it there to you. There you go. Um, she did not. I ended up to, but I did get it for a hundred bucks. And you know I'm what's glad crazy? You got it. It's been two days. I haven't even put it on the record player yet. I just haven't well, had the time. You've been busy. You've been yeah. at the fight, and you know. But yeah, we did recovering. bowling, UFC fight night, Saturday, and then Sunday I played around a golf with some really good friends of mine. It was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful birthday weekend. It was, it was a great birthday all around. I'm thrilled oh, for you. And my wife got me a Nintendo 64. Shut up. I love that for you. What? Like, I wanted this PS5, but I like this. It's like coming back old school retro games. And so I'm totally got an N64 on the way to the house. We're going to play some old school Super Mario Brothers. That's how I got the... Star Fox. You know, when they came out with the... Well, I don't know what you call it. The mini. The the mini mini Nintendo. The the, the OG mm -hmm. regular Nintendo with that mini form. Yeah. Yeah, I got that a couple years ago. And it it is such a blast to go back and play those games. It's funny. For someone who's a major gamer like you are, you you game all the time. You love it. But to see how... Nerd alert. Well, how ridiculous the graphics are. I mean, even I... can just laugh at the Dude. simple graphics. This is funny. One of the games she got me, Katie was kind of secretly asking me about. She actually, you know what she did? She said that, so my wife works at Sporting KC, and one of the things that's becoming more and more popular for in-arena entertainment is to like hook up a Nintendo and hook it up to like the big, you know, the scoreboard. Oh, so and fun. Like, and like people will play Mario Kart against each other, on the, oh. but the, the whole stadium gets to that's watch. Great. We did that at Mavericks games a lot when I worked there with the Mavericks, and it was so it was so much fun. It was one of the best crowd interaction things you could do. Yeah. So she like lied. She's like, what are some of the most popular games that like people would be wanting to watch? And so I gave her all these popular games, and then lo and behold, those are the ones she picked. And I'm like... Oh, I didn't say those were my favorite. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Well, like she got like Gold, GoldenEye, which is like a first person shooter. And, you know, like I, I stink at those games. And so she's like, oh, I got GoldenEye. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to like GoldenEye kind of. But I guess the order hasn't shipped yet. There's like a delay. But so I guess I think she was you able to change it. it out for a different guest. So I got to pick some games. That's so yeah. fun for you, though. I love But that. I'm excited to fire up some. I, I might have N64 party night. You should. I got a big old beanbag chair. I know this is one thing. And I'm sorry, I'm rambling. But like gamers know, like now, like the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, they're all wireless controllers. You know, you just turn and there's but you remember video games used the controller had a wire oh yeah same for the nintendo so i realized when i hook up this nintendo i'm gonna be like "Uh uh-oh like i don't know if the wire well do you remember like we bought the wire extender so you know you can get the extra long wire i'm I'm gonna need like a lot but i'm but i'm thinking i have a you know that giant beanbag chair i might might have like scoot that up in front of the tv i'm I'm gonna get some doritos some mountain dew Sit on my beanbag and play Mario. Like, Did what a time. Did you like, by the way, my son was very excited to get your birthday present. And one of the things we got you was those little, like, grippers that you put on your PS5 controller. Do you mm. have those already, or do you like the? No, I didn't know those existed. Well, I didn't either. I don't know anything about anything. But he was like, you got to get these for Mike. He's going to he's gonna love this. I No, and I, I didn't even realize mm-hmm. that I would, I would need something like that. But then once, and Miles is so matter-of-fact, he's like... Yeah, actually, think about it, because sometimes those those joysticks get a little slippery, and this is just a little extra grip for the thumb. And yeah. I'm like, man, and especially on those first-person shooter games, which I don't play a ton, but he's like, That's, it, it saves you time. You, you get to your, your kills faster. And I'm like, I believe you. It's my 10-year-old telling you about kills. I, I love when he comes down, and he's so proud. He's like, Mom, I had 25 kills. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. For and you. They all deserved it, Miles. Yes. Good for you. Anyway. I do sometimes, though, seriously. I say, Miles, you know, right, though, this is a game, and like you would never do this in real life. He's like, Mom, duh. Right. But I got to check. And that's good parenting. And that's good. And, and his answer is the perfect answer. Uh, yeah. That's what I thought, too. Because he's just like, are you kidding me right now? You really asked me this question? I yeah. remember one time my mom had to have a talk with me about suicide. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even because of, it's because I was on this, this um, have you heard of Accutane? It's for, uh, um, yes, for acne? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like, is that one of the side effects? Yeah. It's like people, like for whatever reason, people on that on a certain dosage would all of a sudden have suicidal thoughts. So like my mom and my doctor had to ask me, like, have you ever? Yeah really had thoughts about it and I'm like I like I laughed and they're like that's actually the perfect response that's what you want to hear yeah, like, and, and, but 
I'll never forget just how weird that conversation was. But they still like it, honestly that pers- that drug is like a miracle when it comes to acne. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work for me because they were afraid. I, I weighed. I didn't weigh a lot as a kid. Like I was like a hundred, hundred twenty pounds, and so they wouldn't give me a. a a big enough dosage to really knock all that acne out, but they're like, "Well, we don't want to give you any more because we're afraid you might kill yourself." Even like, even though it wasn't, even though I passed yeah. the test with flying colors, and I was clearly not a suicidal kid or anything like that. No, but it's but, a little terrifying when that because I know. So um, well, I was like, "Dope me up, dog! Give me all the yeah, zip no. meds," and they're like, "No, nah, sorry." We'll, we'll transfer here to mental health just a little bit. I so recently I just upped my dosage. I told you I've been very open about this, but I yeah. started Prozac. Like I don't know what's it been, maybe like a year and a half, two years ago, almost. Has it been that long it's already? It's been a long time. Has it been over a year? It's yeah, because you know when I. Started it was when we went to Nashville for the CMAs. So when was that? That was oh, yeah, and when you a got, year and a half ago. And, and yeah, when you when you when the dog bit your nose, you didn't was, you didn't panic. No, I was good and Prozac up, and I was really <laughs> thrilled thrilled about that. Um, no, but I was doing really well on my dosage with that for um, for a long for a long time for all this time for a year and a half. And then I don't know, I, you know, and sometimes I don't know if it's just what's going on in the world or just as parenting gets more complicated. And, and you'll see, just like now, my biggest fears are. I mean, I'll be honest with you, school shootings, and we're yeah, talking sure. about we're talking about video games and school shooters. But you know that whole thing happened in Nashville, and. <laughs> And I'm just going to, I just, I just tell you what's in my brain. So here it is. You know, part of me thought, well, I send my kids to a private school and the doors, you know, they've got the scanner, the little lock things on the doors. And, you know, once everybody's in place, they shut, they lock them down. And I just figured, oh, they're extra safe because they're in this tiny private school environment, whatever. Well, guess what? The Nashville shooter just shot right through the glass. You know, it doesn't matter if you have the scanners and the locks on the doors, just shot right through the glass. And it's, this is going to sound really dumb, but that just never occurred to me. I thought, so anyway, it just put all these, (coughs) excuse me, additional fears. Oh, I'm going to just take a sip of water. I just That's all of a okay. Choked. And you had talked while you're taking that mm. sip of water, you had said that one of the symptoms was it, not just fear, but I think for you it was depression. So yeah. So I just started to notice some, my whole thing has mainly been anxiety my whole life, but I, but I know that, that anxiety and depression go hand in hand. And now that the anxiety, I will say Prozac has like pretty much cured my anxiety problems. Yeah. I die much more relaxed about life. I don't have the fears I used to have. But Traveling with you is so much better now. Oh my God, every, everything is so much better with me now. I, it's funny, too, because now even when I'm around, I have some friends who are my go-to mental health friends, and, and a lot of them have anxiety, and it's particularly health anxiety, just always worrying that we're dying. And it's so weird that I can, with such clarity, see it now. I'm like, but you're not dying. You're fine. It's all the things people said to me when mm-hmm. I thought I was dying of whatever it was was. Um, but I can see it now with such clarity. Anyway, so a little bit of this depression started to trickle in and um, I decided, I talked to my doctor about it. He said, let's up your dosage. Let's go up 10 milligrams. And I said, all right, let's go for it. Well, I know anytime you change a dosage or even when I started the drug mm-hmm. back when I started it, this is weird and it seems counterproductive, but one of the things that happens is it makes everything worse. <laughs> it's like you have to get worse before you get better. Okay. Yeah, sure. So I understand that. I'm not going to lie. Like the past few weeks, I've been kind of in a weird headspace, like just some some d- depressing things coming through and just mm-hmm. feeling just heightened. Everything was just heightened. And I just thought, got to stick through, got to push through, got to push through. Happy to tell you that as of like two, three days ago, it's clicking. There it is. And I feel so much better. And I just have... Uh, I don't know. I I just feel good in my head, and I don't have those depressing thoughts. And I think that uh, the one thing I wanted to say, because like you said with that Accutane, they're like, okay, if you have suicidal thoughts. I think people, one of the big stigma, one of the big problems is that people think depression equals suicide. And in some cases, in many cases, unfortunately, it does. Mm -hmm. But not always. There's never been a time for me that I was going that drastic with it. But... 
depression can it it can be there and it can just dull it can just dull your senses and it can just make kind you feel like a sense away. of doom mm-hmm. yeah it can just make you feel again i'm not i am i'm not never have been suicidal but definitely like just doom doom thoughts gloom thoughts mm-hmm. like down thoughts kind of wanting to just hide away from everybody not wanting to be social you know that kind of a feeling so I just think it's important that we keep yeah. the conversation going about it because it looks different for everybody. This question is going to sound silly, but it's serious. Ask away. Do you think that your recent starting your consumption of coffee has helped with your mood in any way, shape, or form? I mean, it's definitely given me a, a little boost, but it's beyond coffee because... Sh- of course. I mean, hard to I didn't explain. Know if, I but... don't know if like hard, like, but maybe like the coffee was also just like, oh, I'm a little perkier earlier in the morning. That makes me feel better throughout the day. Kind of thing. I don't know. That's why I, I was mean, at. I would say that no, that that okay. definitely isn't like the the solution for it, um, because the, it's very hard to explain unless you deal with it. But I can just tell that everything's firing correctly now. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? I don't, but I. I, well, I got you. The best I got you. you. Do, yeah. Your your explanation of it's, it makes it to yeah. where I can understand it the best that I possibly can. Yeah, and it's and and that's just that's all just real talk about mental health. Yeah, but sure. um, but the coffee thing. Oh my god, I'm so loving it. I drink coffee now. Yeah, this I is. So I think cool. this is a debut in the podcast. The first podcast episode. <laughs> so, so all of a sudden you start drinking coffee. It all started with because I know you've been wanting to get into the game, but you needed the drink. You know, for you years I've been wanting to do this. You can't start with black coffee, right? You got to start with something a little sweeter. I think is what most people do. So you finally you you just asked me one day, and I was like. Skinny vanilla latte from Starbucks. Just a hot skinny vanilla latte. And you had it, and, and I mean, your mind was blown. That you, was the door. That was it. To the coffee world, it, and it is a world. It is. People even say to me, they're like, welcome to the club. Mm-hmm. It really is a club. I want you to, I think with your taste buds changing into coffee mode, mm-hmm. don't be surprised if red wine isn't far away. I'd be willing to try it again. That's I've tried what, it all before. That's what happened to me because uh, yeah, I had want like, and I was like you. I had re- I wanted to like wine mm-hmm. because of the world, the cool glasses, the yeah. bo- and the, the people saying like Jenny. I can now tell you that I like. I love a Malbec from Argentina. Look at you. I love You're so worldly. Spanish and Italian reds. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, and I love, if we're going American, I actually don't prefer the Napa Valley wine, but I prefer Central California, the mm. Lodi region. Which I is think so this is all so isn't fancy. that ridiculous? But and I can't believe that I know that. Like, what is going on? <laughs> but there's actually so fun fact. My middle name is David, and there is a winery in Central California called the Michael David Winery. You got yourself a T-shirt from the Michael David I Winery. I do, and I and and they regularly sell bottles of it at um, at High V. But there's a there's a specific bottle um, that I'm going to. I'm going to have you try, and I think what we're going to do is we're going to open it, we're going to let it breathe for like a half hour, and when I tell you it is smooth, it doesn't have that. Bitter because you know, when you drink red wine, I know you probably don't like that that bitterness. There's that taste. There's yeah, like, but you want to know? For me, what I realized is that it, for me, it's just fizz. So mm-hmm. that's why I have found myself. I love prosecco. I mm-hmm. love just champagne. I love like fizzy. That's what I like. So uh, red wine is not, and that's why I don't know if I'll like it just because it's flat. Well, but so is coffee. Like I'm, I'm saying, but so is coffee. I don't look. Anything can happen. I don't know if this is a midlife crisis. I, I don't hope. know what's happening, but everything's changing. If it is, it's the best midlife crisis ever. You oh are having God. a great midlife crisis. I really am. I've got a puppy, a tattoo, and I like coffee. I mean, this. I mean, things could be much, I'm much more. I do out want there. to. Uh, no, it's a, uh, it's a Zinfandel. And it's from the Michael David Winery. It's called Earthquake. I'm going to bring a bottle in, and I'm going to pour some for you. Let's and go. we're going to open it like early in the morning, but then we're not going to actually drink it till the end of the show. You're for it. We're going to let it breathe. Well, because people don't realize too by the end of the show because we get up so early. I could eat. We could both eat like a steak, a salad, Look, a baked potato. Whatever. You talk about like when you want to go home. Like after you, you work a classic nine to five, you go home. 
you know what, I just, I'll sit down, have a cold <laughs> beer, and relax. Yeah, you damn right. There are times by like noon, I need, I'm like, I need a cold beer because I've been off work for two hours. Right. I need to relax. Like, like it, it's, it is what it is. Anyway, we have rambled on long enough. We've yeah. taken up enough of your time, but we appreciate you as always for listening to this silly podcast, listening to our silly radio show. Um, shout, by the way, just self pat on the back because I'm proud of us. I know where you're going to go with this. We are nominated by uh, the Missouri Broadcasters Association, which, unless you're in broadcasting, you've never heard of this association, nor should you have. But they, uh, they kind of deal with all. TV and radio across the state of Missouri. And there's there's one in Kansas too, but this for us it's we're on the Missouri side, so that's who's not. We have been nominated for uh, best morning show in the entire state of Missouri, and we're either we know that we're either going to win or be the runner up. And actually, you know who we're up against? If you listen to Mix ninety three point three, your old radio station, Jenny, yes, uh, Rocket and Teresa are the other finalists. So either us or them is going to win best morning show in the entire state of Missouri. So yay like, for our company, because yeah, no matter what, I mean, shout that's... out to our teammates, old Rocket and Teresa. Of Congrats course. to that. They, and they actually won it last year, so we got some stiff competition. I kind of yes, hope we, we take them down. They've though. been in the game a long time, and um, <laughs> you know, obviously, I worked on that station for a long time so I, we can't we as a company can't lose because right. one of us is going to get it but yeah but it is it is an honor to be nominated and I mean you and I have not been doing this show together all that long and so to have to get awards and to be nominated for awards this early on is really I'm very proud and and big, this is just outside of Kansas uh, this is you know this is against all these stations in St. Louis mm-hmm. who sent in applications and then uh, I think like Columbia I know I used to work in Columbia that's a competitive radio market Branson think of Springfield like all these mm-hmm. they, they all not and it, it doesn't go by like market Market size. It's not like the big cities versus the big city and then the little. It's everybody against each other and it's down to us and Rocket and Teresa. And they've been together for what, 20 years? We've been together for four? Yeah. Ooh, it'd be sweet to win. It baby. would be I'm sweet to win. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm here for it. Did oh, I tell and also, you? Well, now wait, hold on. <laughs> also, on the note of awards, we are also, um, we would love your nomination for. Oh, the best the of KC. Best. Yeah. yeah, KansasCityMag.com. Now, this, we won this award last year. And by the way, this, this award is the most important in my eyes because it's voted on by the people in Kansas City, yes. the people who listen. Like people, it's not voted on by like these snooty suits or whatever or people who are just like, well, those snooty this suits is will take your pick- award. <laughs> right. Like the like the Missouri Broadcasters Award, it's quite frankly, a bunch of good old boys. Yep. It kind of like it, it is. All but right, like we'd love to have it. Yeah, well we'll love it. But the uh but this award, the the best of KC that Kansas City magazine does every year is completely voted on by the residents, by the people who live here, the people who consume radio every day and uh yeah, we're hoping to win it for the second year in a row because that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, I, I because I do, and then, and now I know why I am now comparing it to something that we are not even in the same league. But like the CMT awards, you know, I know that the country artists really enjoy those particular awards because mm-hmm. those are also fan voted. Or what are the People's Choice Awards? Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, fact is, and in, in radio, a little insidery, but there is a whole rating system, and there's this whole like system of how you know we get. Yeah. But and I won't go into all the details on that because it's super boring, but. I just, I think there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a more accurate way. I just, I don't, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to that. And yeah, unfortunately those, on our sales side, that's how, that's what yeah, they live in. Those, those, those CMAs and ACMs, those, there is some politicking involved there. Yes. Whereas the Kansas City were the best of KC, all just voted on by the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we're doing a little politicking. We're just asking you to please vote for us. But any, well, but any it. show can do that. Like, it's not like something that only we can do. Yeah, like, yeah. So we just uh, no, we appreciate it. That'd be a that boy. What an honor that would be to win that back. It would be an honor. That would be. But the truth cool. is, I've said it all the time to you. I love you're my favorite person I've ever worked with in this Dude. in this industry, and um, I I really just love our show feels so authentic to me. Mm. Every day I leave here, I think, well, we just told it how it was today. You know, there's <laughs> no, truly there's no what you hear, or what you see is what you get. I am. The, the word that's been coming across my brain recently is just is proud. I'm proud of Same. this show, especially when we got that 
that email again from the the broadcasters association even though it is kind of a good old boys club it was like i feel like well, look at that that's like this little you got to know people to get in and we like kind of broke that wall yeah. Yeah. and i'm kind of i'm really proud of that for us and i'm just proud of this show and i'm thinking and i'm i'm going to go down memory lane here but i remember Three and a half years ago, mm-hmm. when Q10, you know, these big changes and everybody just quit on me with either one week's notice or no notice at all. Thanks for that. And um, they uh, just left and walked out the door. And I would get texts every day. And even people before you got here, they would be like, you know, hey, Mike, you're you're cool, but but I'm not going to listen anymore. Oh, it, it'll never be what it used to be. You know? No, it won't. <laughs> You, you, you damn right it won't. Right. And, uh, sorry. And my goal was to make it better. And it's all up being what? better or worse is just an opinion. In my opinion, I think this morning show is the best it's ever been. I don't even know. Better, worse, whatever. I don't know. But I, what I do know is it's different. And I knew that going in um, is that we were going to do our own thing and, and make our own way. And it won't. You're absolutely right. It's not going to be what it was. No, nothing will ever I've be. I've never understood that. Well, it's just not the same. No, because life well, yeah. changes and things change. What if it was? How weird would it be if it was exactly like like the previous regime here like what that would be the weirdest well, sounding thing in the universe I've told you this before when I got into radio I will never forget like having a conversation with myself and saying okay well who am I gonna be what am I gonna be on the radio like what I was like I had to make up some kind of a, a persona or something mm-hmm. and I remember what somebody said just you know what you should do is just, just be you mm-hmm. and it's worked out you know and I just think it's easier it's kind of like uh tell the telling the truth you know it's so easy to tell the truth and mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about anything, you know. You just—I right. don't, I don't want to pat ourselves on the back too much here because I feel like we're starting to dive into that territory. But oh I'm, no, but I'm no, just, no! I'm just, I, I hope no one's taking it that way. I don't mean it like that. I, I just know. wanted as a thank you, first of yes. all, the fact that people listen to this. Second, I absolutely love doing a show with you. And third, just I am proud because we didn't know if this was going to work. There's no guarantees. Oh, we knew it was going to work. We knew after the five-hour dinner it was going to work. Well, I had a good feeling, but you don't know. You don't know until you true. know. That's true. And here like, we are, I, and knew, I feel good about but, it. Like, I guess we didn't actually know. No. Like, we knew, but you never know. In my soul, I felt like this is going to be good. Yeah, but. and I think we found our people who have, who have found us and found, be it the podcast or on the radio, it's just been... Just Man, this is a squad. cool ride. And doesn't it feel? I still feel like we're brand new, and I still feel like we're just getting started. And we've got so it's many just places. Fun. To go. I love our team. I love this station, and I really do truly love our listeners. And I love that more and more now that stupid COVID and all that crap's out of the way, we're able to like get out there and really be with the people. I miss Four that. months. Four months into our show, <laughs> we announced November of 2019. Q104 announces the morning drive with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. November 2019. Four months later. <laughs> Damn COVID. The whole world shut just down. I was like, what? Kicked, kicked our little brand new show right in the balls and was just like, ha That's okay. That's okay. But you remember the joke we had going through COVID when like everyone was working from home and like not as nearly as many people were listening to the radio. We were joking like, good, because we just took a year and like practiced, but live but on the radio. But 100% that's true. <laughs> it just gave us all the time in the world just to continue, just to practice. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, whatever. All right, we've rambled, to we've rambled too long. We got to go. Have, Jenny, love you. You're the best. Same.